want you to go to Canada tomorrow. For the podcast. It's what I do. I travel around and I interview weird or interesting people. Good evening. It's nice to meet you. Could I interest you in some tea? So what happened after the boat sank? I was alone. And then something very swift and frightening moved by me. A walrus saved your life? The walrus is far more evolved than any man I've ever known. Present company included. Thank you. You're welcome. Why are you doing this? Are you really mourning your humanity? I don't understand. Who in the hell would want to be human? From writer, director, and podcaster, Kevin Smith. I'm so scared. This guy wants to turn me into an animal or something. This is my voice amplified. This is amplification. <sighs> this episode of Phoebe is brought to you by nobody. We didn't have a sponsor this week. <laughs> it's true. Pick up the pace, America. We have to. Should we do what Tell Him Steve Davis does and let's like uh, some a listener just send us money and then we'll say their name and they can sponsor us. Oh really? I feel like Earwolf does that too. Like, uh, how did this get made? Or Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, you just say, like, hey, if you want to sponsor Like, oh my breeds. God, like, uh, hey, uh, Jonah Ray sent us a hundred bucks. Jonah, thanks for keeping the lights on. That would never happen. Jonah would never send us a hundred dollars. Why? Because Jonah owes me, like, so much money. Like, at least half of whatever we got paid in Phoenix, because they wrote his company the check. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he owes me, actually. I just haven't seen it. He technically doesn't, he doesn't owe really owe me anything. Because <laughs> he didn't really borrow anything. No, he just has to give me. Yeah. Yeah. So but it was might. a you know, it was a silly fun joke. Yeah. It was, it was fun. really fun for everybody. You took us on a really fun path. There. It was great. It was I'm so great glad sketch. we went on the journey together. It was like so there's Joe. Oh, he's at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what was it. Can I borrow some money, Matt? Oh, it's not how the story went, Jonah. Uh, I just made it seem like you borrowed but you didn't. Yeah, I just lie. haven't. I just haven't seen you since we You're did. You're a liar. Phoenix. There's no truth in Listen, art. Listen, I'm not here to be a truther. You You're know? not a truther. 9/11 was an outside job. Yeah. Or an inside job. I don't care. You don't care. Either way. Do you buy into any of the conspiracies on it? Nope. No, me either. Conspiracies uh, are a dangerous uh, path. You know, they find ways to explain everything in every which way they enjoy would explaining it. You know what I mean? Like, actually, speaking of conspiracy type theories. Yesterday, uh, for work, I was like, we're doing like a throwback Thursday episode of um, At Midnight. So I was looking up, I was like going to play a game of like, which is a real comment on the moon landing video. Yeah. And I, I, it made me so angry just with the stupidity that is out there that I couldn't write the game. The I was fake, like, I'm done with the this. The fake moon landing. Those the fake moon landing supposedly people. Supposedly directed by Kubrick. That's one theory. Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't care for it. I don't like it. It it doesn't make any sense. Like to me, it feels like a lot of energy put into something that's like I don't I don't like I just my thing goes back to like why would they fake the moon landing? Like I don't understand why would you fake the moon landing? (laughs) Well, I was. (laughs) And why do you think they fake the moon landing when we have a space station now? 
Well, I mean, that's a space station. That's not nearly as far away as the moon is. Why? Why? why what is the reason why they think they faked the moon landing? Uh, they, they don't think the technology was there at the, for the time for that to happen. They think that you should have seen stars. I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. Each of those, every sort of like explanation, I've I haven't come across one. Uh, the moon landing didn't happen because that hasn't been disproved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Plus, I mean, people died to get up there. You know, the crew of Apollo One burned up in a capsule. Yeah, yeah. So, I just am like, why? I mean, is the reason why they would fake it? Uh huh. Like to me, the just wa- to beat the Russians, I assume. You know? Yeah, it I just guess. feels it's like part of the Cold War propaganda. You know, Kennedy wanted it done before the end of the decade. Oh, it just happens to happen in the summer of '69. I just uh, it's like, the summer of '69. Oh, who sang that? Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Fuck yeah, yeah. it's Canada. Canada, right Coming there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was singing. Oh my a god! What conspiracy if? Song. Yes, that's back what, in the summer. Yeah. We had to beat the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the. I don't, I don't know either. the beginning. No part. one needs to. Don't worry. A truly great da, song da, 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 is only remembered da, 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 by its chorus. Um, I made that. Me part up. and some guys from school had a band and we tried real hard. We have a guest. Isn't it? I got my Billy first real quit, strict. Six Donnie three. got married. I'm making up the names. Oh, sure. Should have known. That the moon landing was fake. That's probably what it's about. You're just like blowing my mind right now, Scott. Fuck yeah. Scott Mosier, mind blower. Somebody did point out, speaking of song lyrics, that we just, we totally were dancing around the Steve Miller song. We went to Phoenix, Arizona, way to the coma, Philadelphia, PA. LA. Is it LA? Oh, it's not Pennsylvania? Philadelphia. Yeah, that would make sense. Philadelphia, PA. Went to Phoenix, yeah. Arizona, all the way to Tacoma. Philadelphia, Atlanta today? I don't know. Uh, went to Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, L.A. I thought, is that it? I don't know. That's it. <sighs> you know what? I don't know either. And because I don't know, I'm just, I'm just going to have to go ahead and play a little song for us all here. I'm going to go ahead and hit play on this, and then I'm going to go... Hang on one second, everybody. Stop Where are you going? Turn up the uh Oh. Oh. Oh, you sing this all by yourself at home <laughs> You weren't even bored. Doesn't matter. You weren't either. I wasn't bored. <laughs> no, neither of us were bored in the summer of sixty nine. I mean Brian Adams, was he really born? Maybe. I don't know. He seems like a I guess he was old buddy daddy. Now. He's a handsome Canadian. He was, I guess he's the, he's one of the biggest Canadian exports. Really? Yeah, I, I guess so? he is. I mean, as far as songs go, I can't hear you very well. Doesn't matter. What matters is that we hear Brian Adams. He's got to be, I mean, well, like there's some one hit wonders. Well, Lannis Morris, that's pretty big. Do you know what's funny is Alanis Morissette album sales, her one album, like what, sold like 15 million or something? Yeah, produced by Glenn Ballard, you ought to know. I'm going to play that for a second. This is a Phoebe listening party one more time here. But uh, so Joan and I were driving to uh, Phoenix and uh, we were listening to the song we had on, um, 
Do you have Sirius XM in your car? No. Uh, well, there's a channel there called Lithium. Yeah, I know. I know what it is. I've had yeah. it in my round car, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, great. Like, it's like my favorite channel. It's 90s, 90s alt. alt and grunge. Yeah. So, for some reason, they happen to be playing You Ought to Know. And I was like, and, and Jonah and I were listening to it, the bass line and the guitar, and we were like, that's a pretty insane bass line. And we were like, imagine if it was Flea. And we looked it up, and it was Flea and Dave Navarro playing guitar and bass on this song. Ah. So, here, just everybody have a listen. You can listen to that bass line. Like me, would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak I mean, it's not doing anything really funky yet, but... So when you listen to it, you're like, look at the instrumentation of a song you've never really listened to. Yeah. And then you're like... The bass is doing a little too much. Baseline mouth. Yeah, so uh, I didn't know that was Flea. And her drummer is Taylor Hawkins. What do you think of that? That was a heavy lineup. Yeah, it was a... It was a, it was a that's, that's me trying to speak music lingo. Yeah. That's a heavy lineup, man. A heavy lineup. <laughs> Taylor Hawkins of the uh, Foo Fighters. That's a heavy lineup, dude. Bro. Bra. Bra. Not the same bro. Bra. Bra is a heavy lineup for a, a, for a lineup. More so. Oh, you know what else I wanted to play you? Anne Murray's pretty huge, too. Anne Marie, uh, the fucking the Nightingale, the, the, no, the Songbird, Snow, Snowbird, Songbird, Snowbird, Snowbird. In fact, here it is. Rush is a pretty, Rush is huge. Rush is pretty in huge. the world of Canada. No, they're huge worldwide, aren't they? Sing. You're singing about the moon landing too. Proud of that? Uh, I don't know. That, that wasn't part of me. <laughs> Brian Adams was like Brian Adams, Corey Hart, uh, Rush. Like when I was growing up, those are the that was the Canadiana that I was like around for. And Murray's before my time. Are you a big uh, Rush fan or what? What's your what's your where do you fall on the Rushes? I like I am a Rush fan. I I kind of like some of their earlier stuff. Yeah, um, not like the when they get into like a little more. Out there, I guess. I don't know. You would describe that later music. I'm a fan. My wife is just like, this is fucking like dude music. Dude music. Well, it is dude music. I mean, somebody out there could be like, there's, if, there's a, if there's a woman listening right now who's totally into Rush, you should... You should point it yourself out. That's Gavin. Look at his face. <laughs> they can't see it. It's got the podcast. I totally just saw Matt's jam face. Yeah, it's a good uh, time. Yeah, I do like Rush. Uh, but what I wanted to sh- what I wanted to play you was this Peter Weller. Uh, Robocop, a, uh, I think it's called Robocop. They spell it wrong. Like, they call it Robocop. <laughs> oh, nice. Robocop 80s PSA. 
Oh, is he as a RoboCop? Yeah. I'm trying to get. I don't know if I have the RoboCop. Hang on, just like. So I'm gonna play, play this again. It's a very, it's very quick because there's only like a, a second of RoboCop, and then it goes to just Peter Weller on the set. But this list of drugs that he comes up with is fascinating. All right, is man. it fake or real? This is a real RoboCop. Like he's trying to stop drugs for real. Yeah, this is the war on drugs. Okay, Scott. Okay, Nancy Reagan's war on drugs, starring Nancy Allen. Sorry, Nancy Allen and, and Peter, Peter Weller. Weller. What's bugging you, Murphy? Drugs. <laughs> drugs bug me. Hi. That was Nancy Allen. I mean, I'm Peter Weller, the guy behind that mask. <laughs> okay. So first off, somebody was just like, most likely no one knows who you are. Because yeah. immediately they identify themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, well, Drugs. Drugs bug me. And then he's like, hi, that was Nancy Allen, and I'm Peter Weller, the man behind the mask. Yeah. Which is basically somebody yeah. going like, just in case no one knows who you are. I don't think of it as a mask, though. I think of it as a helmet with a chin piece. It's a long, it's a big helmet. Yeah. 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 But now, uh, describe to everybody, he is now leaning up. Well, the He's, first shot is him in outside the foreground. Outside protest. Nancy Allen's to the side, and there's some kids behind him. Yeah. It was a protest. I didn't register it was a protest at all. My brain registered it was a protest. It's like, Murphy, what bugs you? <laughs> <laughs> What's bugging you? ESAs. What's bugging you, Murphy? Isn't that what she said? Hang on. What's bugging you, Murphy? <laughs> What's bugging Drugs bug me. Hi, that was Nancy Allen. I mean, I'm Peter Weller, the guy behind that mask. If you're a kid, please listen for a second. How do you keep away from drugs? They're everywhere, sometimes even at home. But there is one place you can go that is 100% drug-free. No pot, no pills, no crack, no smack, no coke, no exceptions. The Boys and Girls Club. It beats the streets. No kidding. How do you feel to about smack that? Smack the amphetamines. <laughs> smack. It's insane. Like that. That this was like all the time. Did they play it during? I guess they played it after the movie was popular. Yeah, it looks. And then like, it was like some the boys and judging girls by the <laughs> judging by Nancy Allen's hair and RoboCop's blue tint. This is RoboCop two. Gotcha. This is RoboCop two era. Do you not understand? There's a press. Look at OCP. This is like a protest. The cops are protesting OCP. That's what I've decided in this video. Well, what's OCP? OCP is the company that owns Detroit and the police. Oh, but that's so weird that it's like, what's bugging you? And he's like, drugs. And you're like, oh, he's... <laughs> like it's a fake protest. Drugs. Against drugs. Drugs bug me. Drugs. Drugs bug share, me. I'm going to share Protesters. this. I'm going to share it. If you want to see this PSA, head over to our Facebook page. Oh, our Facebook page. There's many marvelous things, including our new poll. Yeah, that Scott somehow can't figure out how to make it work. Scott really fucked it up bad. But I have to believe that I'm winning. (laughs) I feel pretty confident that I'm winning. And I'll also say this. People care, Matt. Uh, I I think that we've learned that a few people don't care, and that's fine. But people, a lot of people care about what you what you did on your thirty fifth birthday. So now that you've had a week to remember, I don't remember <laughs> my thirty fifth. I knew on my thirty third. Then what did I do? I got back my thirty fourth. I guess on my thirty fifth birthday, I think we were shooting mm-hmm. a movie. I think we were shooting. Uh, we might have been shooting Clerks too. Mm. Whoa! What was that? Oh. Let's just make noises for the rest of the. Family. I think it was Clerks too. It was around the Clerks two time. I uh, I enjoy Clerks too. 
It's a very rewatchable picture. Just want you uh, everybody to realize that. That was a, I, I love that movie too, and it was a very very fun movie to make. I want to post this as it was enjoyable. I want to post this as as um Jesus. How do I do this? Everyone, Jesus? stop listening to this right now. Matt's trying to do it. What do you want to do? I want, you to, want post to post this it as us? as us. You got to switch up here. Here? No, go to Matt. Yeah, it just brings me back to Matt. Oh, go over here. Ah, there you, there, you, there you go, Scott. That's the you're internet. a genius. That's how the internet works. That's how the internet works. Speaking of on the of the internet and how it works. Speaking of the internet and how it works. Um, no, there's a hold on. I was going to see if there was any messages from people because I can get messages too. You get messages on your phone? Sure, like feed messages. As long as I switch over, well, this isn't going well. Welcome to show thirty-six. Uh, I can't do it. Well, have you posted? He's posting the RoboCop PSA. I was trying to tag us in Facebook. Meanwhile, right? I was trying to get messages. <laughs> we're uh, we're really sorry, everybody. This is not we're a, being silly and pointless. Um. The poll still doesn't work. You have to do the poll. I don't know why I didn't do it right. I can't help it. I can't help that view results. I did something where it's like, I think you have to do it and not me. Cause it's yeah, still the because same I thing. paid for the poll. Yeah, it's still the same thing. We've only, we're, I'm still winning. Nude is winning, but it's still, they're not showing all the results. Fucking bastards. Bastards. Um, what are you doing? Replying to Tom Dieters. What are you saying? He's asking if I'm paying today. <laughs> oh. I didn't get over there. I was too crunched for time. Hmm. That's not my problem. Here's some, uh, here I found the messages. Here's messages. Go. Who's right. got a message to us? Uh. Hola, Four Eyes and Beard. I think Matt said the only 007 movie with a Bond actor commentary was Die Another Day. If... I'm thinking of another podcast. I apologize, but I recently found a copy of Your Eyes only with a Roger Moore commentary. Love, Phoebe. Take care, gentlemen. What? I don't ever remember saying that. But Rob Manley is accusing you. Rob, listen. Thank you. Uh, here's one from Brian. Hey, Matt, love the podcast. The wife and I are going to Boston for the first time in August. I would love any suggestions uh, you have of places or things to do while we are there, specifically things that may not be on the tourist websites. Well, let's see. You're in Boston. Lowell, just go to Lowell and visit the Matt Myra Memorial. Yeah. Matt Myra Memorial Highway. Uh, a couple places you should eat when you're there in Boston, everybody. Uh, there's a place, there's a very good uh, restaurant called Davio's. I enjoy quite a bit. Steakhouse, kind of Americana steakhouse kind of place. Nice. It's over by the Boston Park Plaza. Yep. It's in the back bay, everybody. Uh, I would say take an afternoon swing during the week to Cheers. Have yourself a beer at the real Bull and Finch Pub. Nom. Yeah, it's that low ceilings because it was built in the colonial times. Trying to make so it's very low ceilings. So it's not like the show. No, it doesn't look like the show. No, it's a very. It's actually, I think it's a cooler bar than the show's bar. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, 
other thing I would do while you're there, Anna's Taqueria, get a super burrito. I would get a super carnitas with everything, including the hot sauce. Uh, pinto beans, please. Thank you. Uh, the other thing I would do in Boston, I was uh, there's this place called Flour. Yep. Okay, it's a bakery slash uh, sandwichy place. Yep. And you really can't go wrong with any of their pastries. I highly recommend their there you go. Uh, brownies are great. It's, it's just so good. There's one by MIT, and there's one uh, in Southie. So if you're you, you know if you're across the river in Cambridge. Other things I would do while you're there, you know, go hang out, take a tour of uh, MIT. You can arrange that. That's fun. That's not really not a touristy thing to do. It's pretty cool. Uh, other things. Oh, I would go to, uh, I would go hang around, um, I would go hang around the Mass Ave sort of Berkeley area. Maybe go guitar shopping over there. That's a lot of fun if you're into guitar shopping. Yeah. Maybe you're not into the exact same things I'm into. I don't know. Boston's great. But they asked you. Enjoy so it. what are you supposed Just to do? Just enjoy it. Just have a good time. It's beautiful. Take a walk. There's a bench at Copley, okay? Copley Square uh, facing the library. There's a bench on the right side by the peanut guy. That's my favorite bench in Boston. Enjoy it. The good, Matt Myra bench. Good people watching over there. Nice. Uh, Matthew Symes says, hello, Scott and Matt. Matt, you have an excellent name. Hey, I agree with you, Matthew. I mean, Matthew. you guys are just... Yeah, we're just in. Uh, after my recent trip to the USA in April, may I have a currency question for you? Why do pennies exist? <laughs> no one likes being paid in them, and no one likes being paid with them. Mm-hmm. They're a silly, cur- silly currency item. I love the states in general, just the pennies I found bizarre. The there's pennies, actually an er- there's an effort to get rid of the penny. I'll tell you, if you really want to, there's an interesting story on another podcast called um, Planet Money. They did a whole segment about the penny and about people who are safe. So, so there is movement to get rid of the penny. Um, but there is all these people right now who are going to the banks and buying rolls of pennies and because pennies pre-1982, I think is the year, um, have lots of copper. And now there's like they changed the penny after 1982. So there's a um, – <clears throat> the pennies pre-1982 – Are worth more than a cent. Are worth more than a cent, and they're all waiting for basically the moment you can't melt down a penny. So mm-hmm. all these people are collecting; they're buying like they go to the bank and they buy like fifty dollars worth of rolls of pennies. They They'll skin s- off their back because the pennies are worth the pennies. You know? Yeah, they sit in front of the television and they basically sort these pennies. And if you actually listen to them, there's an audio. It's like you listen to a bunch of pre nineteen eighty two and new ones. I think the other new ones are more nickel. They're mostly yeah. nickel um, lighter. Yeah. And so they sit there in front of the TV and and they sort through these pennies, set aside the other ones because they're waiting for the currency, the penny to be dropped. And then as soon as they drop it, then you can hopefully melt the pennies and then they can sell it for its value as as copper. And that is what's happening. So are you saying we should be doing that? I'm not saying anyone should be doing it. I'm saying that people are doing it. I'm not saying anyone should do this. Uh, but if you have, if you if you want something to some kill free, Tom, yeah, some they're free. speculators. They're speculating. But the guy, one guy they talk to, it's a it's very interesting. I listen to Planet Money. I'm commuting now back to Santa Monica on a job, so I've been listening to the show. I do love that show. It's a great podcast. And they were saying one of the guys is like, well, what happens if they say tomorrow like the currency's over? And the guy was like, I'd be bummed out because it's like now it's like a something he does for fun. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is kind of, right? It's like a thing, like a like building a puzzle. Yeah. 
You know, it's kind of like this mindless task. And you get, and it's like that thing where you're like, oh shit, look. I mean, it's about excitement. Yeah. It's like getting a, ba- a pack He's of baseball tra- cards, you know? Yeah. Finding a, finding a move on. Yeah. I actually like got home and I have a ball of change and I started looking. Oh, And no. then I got tired of it after like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there was a run on pennies after that episode aired. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was like, there has to be some people. I mean, I, I don't know how many people are doing it, but there's like, there's obviously groups of people that are doing it because most likely we'll get rid of the penny. I was because you can't buy like part, the point of the story too is like they went to a bunch of places like what can you buy for a penny, and basically you can't buy anything for a penny. Like they went into a store to try to buy a piece of paper, and the woman was just like, "Just fucking take it. I don't need like no one wants a penny to buy a piece of paper." Well, they were like, "Can you go in and buy anything in a, in in New York with a penny? Like, can you go into and buy like a one thumbtack or like you know what can you buy?" I think for for two cents you can buy a single washer. Oh, okay. Like they were trying to do that. That's why it's a great it's a it's a very good podcast if you haven't listened to it. There's a lot of that bullshit like at um like you know, you can buy individual screws and nails and stuff at Home Depot. Yes. Which is odd to me. But you know what? I've actually done it a couple times. I've yeah. bought like two or three washers. Well, sometimes I have something that's missing out of an item. Yeah. Like, not if I'm going to build something. Yeah. But if something's missing out of an item, I bring the screw in and then I match it up and then I buy one. (laughs) It's weird, right? Yeah. I feel like we should have to buy packs of five. I don't think so. Ten, maybe twenty. You're a fascist. Yeah, I am. I don't think so. (laughs) You're a fascist. If you only want one, if you only want one fucking thing, why are you trying to make the why you back you? You fucking sucking the corporate man's dick. I listen. Trying to fuck the consumer <laughs> who basically like needs one screw, and you're like, no, you got to buy five. I think that we should, as a society, why don't you go suck in Home Depot's dick right in front of us? I'm gonna go Lowe's. In front of all the listeners, I'll suck Lowe's dick. <laughs> Lowe's seems more attractive. Yeah. Like if you had to fuck a store, what store would you fuck? If I had to have sex with the store, yeah. You had to like get up in that store. Like just get dirty yeah, in just it, like just knee deep. Yeah, just gonna fuck that store. Just get dirty. Back in door, the store. no problem. Back door, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no problem. This store. What's your favorite store? What's my favorite store? Yeah, I don't actually mean which one are you going to have sex with, because the answer is always Bed Bath and Beyond. That's what you would have sex with, right? I mean, when you go to Victoria's Secret, I know it's probably lame, but I'm like, have sex with Victoria's Secret? I don't know. Why would you do that? I don't know because I don't. I'm, I feel I've like I really bed, thought about wanting to have at sex Bed Bath store. and Beyond. You could make something. I guess you'd want to fuck like a sex toy store, right? Because then you could just like fuck a fleshlight. Oh, it'd be easy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just. Oh, saying. you're actually. Oh, you mean if like, you actually had to fuck a store. If somebody was like going to a store and you have to fuck something in that open, store, and you, have you have to, to fuck, fuck something, and you have to orgasm, you have to yeah, you have to fuck to completion, you have to fully. And if you don't, I'm gonna put a bullet in your dog's head. Oh wow, yeah, this is intense. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I would. The easiest thing would be like go to a, a, an adult yeah. toy uh, sex toy store. Yeah, that would be easy. Yeah, food would possibly be up there. Oh, like go fuck a melon at yeah. Ralph's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like where your head's at. <laughs> Just fucking crying, fucking a cantaloupe. My dog's, My gonna, dog's die. gonna die. <laughs> Trying to just well, push the security off. I can't. I have to climax. <laughs> oh. oh, thank God. Uh-huh. Arrest me. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be food. But I'm what's your favorite store? store? What's my favorite? This is a side side topic. It's my favorite store, like something that I yeah, like a store that you like. I you know I love just love going in there. Um, 
Pals is way up there. Oh, Pals is great. That's a good answer. Pals is pretty powerful. Pals is a good answer. Pals is a powerful yeah. store because it's not something that you can. You could go back. You could go in Monday and have an experience, and Tuesday have a totally different. Yeah, experience. it's a very I large totally, store. Totally agree. With centered that. around something that like it's because I find it overwhelming. Um, in a, in a way where I'm like, I'll just deal with this section. And then yeah, Pals is way up there. Pals so, is really like. It was terrific. Like last time I was in Portland, you know, we all we all know my feelings on Portland. Yeah, but my feelings on Powell's. You're, I think your I think your feelings are confused. Yeah, I'm confused. You didn't about, really arrive to a conclusion. I'm confused about Portland. You said you were bored. If there's some feebles up there that want to show me around and show me like the part of Portland I'm missing, you know, what you should read. You should read. Um, I'll bring it to you. There's a um, Chuck. I fucking will never say his name right. Palniuk. Palniuk. Plotnik. Plotnik, is that it? I think so, right? Check the guy that wrote Choke and uh, Fight Club. Fight Club. It's P A H L. I've never known how to say his name. Uh, Chuck. I'm pretty Chuck. sure he's not listening. So. Pal. Pal. Palinic. 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 We are the worst. Is there a? All right, here we go. Pronunciation. Pronunciation of Chuck. Here we go. Three second clip. Here we go. Chuck Polonik. Polonik. Polonik? Polonik. Polonik. Good lord, I don't like Chuck that. Chuck Polonik. Uh, uh, <clears throat> there was this book series. Polonik. 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 This is the easy way to say Chuck Polonik. Okay, Chuck Polonik. So there's a, there's a book series that some company did where they had famous authors write about their cities. And... Uh, Chuck Polonik yep. did one about Portland, um, which was pretty interesting, like about history and some of the things that you can go see around there. Very interesting. I also bought the one that was by, uh, fuck, this famous um, Peter Carey, uh, Australian guy, wrote one about Sydney, who wrote some really cool books, Bliss, and uh, some other. And you've been to Sydney. I've been to Sydney twice. Oh, it's a long flight. Eh, it's not that bad. I'm not okay with it. I just flew down to Chile. Yeah, it's not that long. It's, it's it takes about the same time. It's half as long. It's ten hours. Isn't it twenty hours to get to? No. What? How no. how long does it take to get to Australia? It takes. I, I'm pretty sure it's like fourteen hours to get to Sydney. Thirteen Bull. to fourteen hours. I think that's bullshit. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I think you're bullshit. <laughs> I think you're bullshit. I'm going to fly right now. LAX. LAX to Sydney. Sydney, uh, Sydney. Sydney, Australia. I think it's 13, uh, 13 hours and 48 minutes. When do you want to go? Let's go on the 26th, okay? Yeah. 13 and, hours. Uh, let's Virgin. come back on July 9th. We're going to have a long trip. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Drum roll, please. This podcast brought to you by Expedia. <laughs> There's some stops coming in. I don't. Let's find a nonstop flight here. Let's find a nonstop flight. You no, know, you got fucking. Let's go. You got to organize it differently. Yeah, yeah, Scott. I'm listening to you. I don't. I fourteen don't... hours, forty five minutes. It's fourteen hours. You're right. You're right. I don't know what to tell you. It's not very expensive. It's two grand a person. Yeah. What are we doing here? I don't know. I've done it twice. Let's go. I did four. I've no. I've done. I've flown to Australia three times. 
but I've stayed in Sydney twice. It's it's about 14 and a half hours. New Zealand, I think Auckland's like 12 hours, 11 hours. Have you... What were we talking? We were talking about favorite stores, right? So you you're saying Powell's. I'm saying Powell's is let's probably talk, one of my let's favorite talk, stores. Let's talk chains. Okay. Oh. See, because Powell's is great, great fun independent bookstore. Um, you know, like uh, I love Meltdown Comics. I think it's a great great yeah, store. Yeah. You learn now. I like Amoeba. Amoeba's fantastic. There's two of those. It's true. So it's almost it's almost the chain. Almost off the chain. There's just two. There's, two there's more than one Powell's technically. Hmm. You're counting the science and math I thought there was store. one at the airport, too. Oh, is there? I don't know. Yeah. Your technicality is okay. I'll, I'll accept it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, but everybody's, everybody's... Well, I think if the podcast had to pick a store, it'd probably be Sam Ash, because it's a place you can get guitars and batteries. Yes. Every day of the week. All well, day, need a battery, every day. I don't they're gonna have a, a battery for you. It doesn't matter. If you need one, that's where you go. I just went there. I bought a guitar right after this episode. Right after right we recorded after the last, last week. One. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I, I have nothing against it. People. I went over to Sam Ash in beautiful Hollywood, California. Traded in a Les Paul and picked up a Gretsch sixty-one twenty TV Jones edition. Nice. The nineteen fifty-nine LTV. Great guitar. I wasn't in love with the Les Paul. I'm trying to think of a chain. A chain. So what's a chain? Something that has like ten stores, twelve stores. Yeah, we're talking about like something that spreads beyond a region. Um, I like the Patagonia store. Okay, all right. I'm a fan of that. I like I'll a North Face. Fully admit that. Ooh, I, REI. REI. Like, uh, if I have to go into a store, like to me, like going into a store. Is really what you're really saying is like, where is a place that you enjoy going into, even if you don't buy anything? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, then I would go Patagonia. Hmm, that would be my. What vote. is it about Patagonia that makes you go? This is great. Look at these vests. Um, it makes me want to because because by the time I get out of there, I want to go. I want to go somewhere. You want to go hike? Yeah, up a mountain. Yeah, a mountain. You want a mountain climb? Um, Have you ever mountain climbed? I don't know. Technically, like, what would be... I'm talking, like, driving... Uh, like, rock climbing? Yeah. Like, sort of, like... Like, vertical. Like, with ropes and like shit. Like, ropes and shit and anchor points. Um, I've done... I have not... I haven't done it outside. I've, I've been to, like, a... Indoor bullshit place? <clears throat> yeah. You've done some indoor bullshit? I mean, you know, it's not bullshit. I don't know if I could do it's it. practice. I don't think I'm strong enough yet. Um, It's really about... Uh, my memory is that... When you're doing it, it's not necessarily about um, upper arm strength. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because um, if you're completely relying on your upper arms, and somebody who's a, a, a you know rock climber or whatever could write in and say I'm totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But my memory is like it's it, leg strength is really important because mm-hmm. it's about supporting your weight and pushing yourself up. If you're hanging by your arms, you're basically gonna fall because you will exhaust your arms very quickly and you're not gonna last yeah so it's I, not it's not about necessarily arm strength i have very powerful arms i mean legs rather my arms are all right like i can hold myself up with my arms i can almost do a pull-up you're not really once again like you're, so we're saying i'm not conditioned for this yet um if you have strong legs i mean if you go to those places there's different types of walls 
And like the one that I found hard is like there are the one with the hangies. Yeah, where you kind of got to go. It kind of juts out. Yeah. And you got to basic. Then you have to sort of. I might be able to do it now because I've probably been working out more. Yeah. You have to use a little bit more upper arm strength. Should we go on a Phoebe venture? I would totally go, we back. go to an indoor it's rock climbing fun. place. I've heard if you haven't, I would love to go. You can go to Joshua Tree too. And let's, do take, it. Uh, let's take let's uh, take Alex and Dory. Let's make it happen. I would do it. Let's do it. It's fun. Do you think they're into it? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if Alex would be into it. I, I think know. I asked her about doing it in, in uh, Joshua Tree. I think she was all right with it. Because in Joshua Tree, you can go out. Guys take you out. There's like tons of rocks to climb. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, I haven't done like that. I mean, I've climbed, but that's not mountain climbing. Remember that Star Trek Five scene where where uh, yeah Shatner is climbing up the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> so bad. That's Yosemite, I think. It is. Uh, and then Spock shows up on his on his, his on his rocket boots. boots. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we do that movie? Didn't we do? Uh... Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear William Shatner on mountain climbing? Yeah. This is William Shatner discussing. This Whoa. is a sorry. Hang on, that's a that's a remix. I'm gonna go with the. I think it's this one. The okay. agony booth is the most effective means of discipline. Agonybooth.com brings well, us this clip. In the um, in the film, when asked by Spock, uh, "Why are you climbing the mountain?" Kirk says, somewhat facetiously, uh, "Because it's there." Uh, a remark attributed to the climber Mallory. Uh, Mountain is climbed, yes, because it's there, because otherwise you'd be walking on the plains. But the mountain is climbed. Wow, he's grasping. Because I think the climber wants to hug the mountain. He wants to envelop that mountain within his body. He wants to make love to the mountain. And on its highest and finest level, whether uh, these tough young guys with their sinewy bodies and their (laughs) one meal a day uh, routine will admit it. There is a passionate affair going on between the climber and the mountain. Why do I climb the mountain? I would say the climber would say, because I'm in love. What? Wow. The fuck was that? That's that's what's known as like you have no answer. Uh, this is a, this is a remix. Shatner on the mount. Does he say anything? Or I think he, he will say something. Yeah. This is called Shatner on the Mountain by Fall on Your Sword. Captain Two million Kirk views. Captain climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? To hug the mountain. <laughs> that mountain will hug the mountain. To envelop that mountain will hug the mountain. That mountain, that mountain, that mountain. He wants to make love to the mountain. Tough young guys, sinewy bodies. <laughs> Teeny toes challenge the rock. Teeny toes, I don't think challenge we got that part. Yeah, that clip we saw. Added extended. Why do I climb the mountain? Because I'm in love. <laughs> wow. There is a passionate affair going on between Kirk and the mountain. And the mountain. Kirk is on the Kirk is on the mountain. Now, 
in order to create that illusion, sucking some of the most sensational men who not only climb are voracious, <laughs> fleeting, elusive, <laughs> peripheral. And that's putting me on the mountain. Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? <laughs> Captain Kirk. I'm sorry, we're playing this whole thing, but we're enjoying it. Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Why is he climbing a mountain? Captain Kirk is climbing a mountain. Hold it, please. Hug the mountain. <laughs> Envelop that mountain. Now, Star Trek V. Dance Jam. Star Trek V, of course, is the one that was directed, written, and, written directed and directed by, by William Mr. Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah, it's a fucking it's a doozy. Giant pile of poo nuggets. It's got no, no. Don't don't even try to and say. Let me say a couple no. things. Let me say a couple things defending Star Trek V. All right. I don't want to hear that anymore. Fading up. All right. Uh, a couple things defending Star Trek V. It's got some. It's got some enjoyable. No. It's got some cool parts of the ship you never see. Like the turbo, the turbo lift shaft, uh, wow, the shuttle bay pretty, coming that in. Like well, just top as a Star Trek, young man as a Star Trek shaft. fan, I enjoyed seeing the turbo lift shaft. Uh, the brig, you get to see the brig. You get to see. You get to see. <laughs> so the, it's the movie that's like tough, sinewy guys. Well, there's the, just parts of the ship you in never the go. turbo love shaft in the brig. It sounds all very like <laughs> the turbo. You call it the turbo love shaft. What was it called? Uh, the turbo lift shaft. It's the turbo lift. It's the shaft of the elevator. It's just listen. That's not that exciting. <sighs> I mean, I know you're really into Star Trek, but like you see the elevator, it's like well, I like seeing parts of the, the ship. elevator shaft. All of a sudden, that becomes canon. Like this is what the inside of a turbo lift looks like. You know. All right, I listen, ain't with you. Listen, listen. Here's... I'm telling people don't watch the movie. I'm telling people watch the movie so you can hear Shatner acting. Just like, yeah. Why does he? Why does Kirk climb the mountain? Because he's in love. Whoa, there's Spock. 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 Listen to this. Listen to the comedy that's happening. What are you doing in this neck of the woods? I have been monitoring your progress. I'm flattered. Twelve hundred points of interest in Yosemite, and you pick me. I regret to inform you that the record for free climbing El Capitan is in no danger of being broken. (sighs) Trying to break any records. I'm doing this because I enjoy it. Not to mention the most important reason for climbing a mountain. And that is? Because it's there. Uh, Captain. Hey, I guarantee you William Shatner was so proud of himself as he was typing that into whatever 1987 word processor he was using. Yeah. Or dictating it to somebody. Because it was there. Because it was there. <laughs> I do not think you realize the gravity of your situation. Oh. Contrary, gravity is foremost on my mind. Look, I'm trying to make an ascent here. Why don't you go pester Dr. McCoy for a while? I believe that Dr. McCoy is not in the best of moods. And here we cut God to damn, angry divorce, Kelly. Playing games with life. Concentration is vital. What's He's that? watching. He's them. watching them. Yeah. With the rock. Yeah. Spot, yeah. I appreciate Didn't we do this? Uh, don't stop distracting me. Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, rockets. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I Some mean, excellent green screen effects. Wow. That's how he that's how he would die. Wow. 
perhaps because it is there is not sufficient reason for climbing the mountain. I am hardly in a position to disagree. I think that's on the uh, Paramount back lot. Hi, Bones. Mind if we drop in for dinner? Hi, Bones. <laughs> Hi, Bones. <laughs> I mean, let's just say, no. That movie is just a pile of... It's not, if you like Star it's not Trek, good. it's not even good in a bad... I mean, I guess it's good in a bad way. No, it's a little too boring. I, yeah, it's, it's a little too long, remember? I mean, that's a stupid, that's a stupid opening. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's so bad, but then it doesn't really... It stays pretty consistently bad, but yeah, then it, it never gets, gets to boring. a point where it's like... I don't know. It doesn't get worse and worse to the point... It doesn't get even more ridiculous. No, it it gets pretty fucking ridiculous. Well, aren't they going to see God or something? Don't yeah, they're they're God. going to the center of the galaxy to see God. Well, God needs a starship, and then that famous line is, "What does God need with a starship?" You don't need to see the movie. <laughs> we just explained it to you in in its entirety. Um, so your story you're going to fuck is Patagonia. I would, I guess. Well, if I if my dog was life, no, was at it's risk, a red grocery not. store. Are you going grocery store or fleshlight carrying store? What's See, your final answer? I would go fleshlight carrying store because I'm sure that it would be like if a security guard, I could be like, my dog's going to die. They'd be like, oh, whatever. Just fucking Yeah, they wouldn't finish. care. They'd be yeah. like, that's your fetish. Uh, you just got to buy that when yeah. you're done. Yeah. yeah. Once you come in it, you got to buy it. Do you, have you ever used a fleshlight? I did, yeah. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, because they were sponsors of yeah, uh, they sponsors of the show. One. What's the deal over there? Tell me what's what's going on with that. I mean, you know, it's like... A, you feel ridiculous. You must feel ridiculous jerking it off into a, flash, a flashlight. Well, you're not really... I mean, you're kind of not really jerking off. I mean, you're kind of like... I mean, I don't know. It's in between I jerking got, off. I've got news for you, no, no, no. Scott Mosier. But you're not like... I, I understand you're masturbating, but it's like... <laughs> it's like jerking off to me is like... Is like you're sort of... It's a it's a weirdly in between. It's like it's you're still not with a person. I understand that, <laughs> but it's like normal masturbation with your hand. It's it's like you know, it's it's different. Otherwise, yeah. it wouldn't. It it almost is like. So I did it because we were like we were sponsored for a year and a half. I think I talk about it, and then, so I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And like it just was like, to me, it was like it was all the effort, and then you got to clean it up, and like you know oh, what that's I mean. Be gross. Yeah, just throw it out. It's not really gross, but I just was like, I don't want to clean up. I don't want to like. No, I think jizz is gross. I don't, I don't like cleaning it up during regular sex. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really. I'm not that worried about it. I mean, I don't fucking. You're like, also sleeping naked. All the I don't time. like grab it and rub it in my face or anything like that. But well, I'm you're also... doing it wrong. <laughs> you're doing it totally wrong. <laughs> That's what you were taught. Yeah, you have to grab your it. Your dad was like, yeah. okay, and when you're done, you take rub it, it in you your take face. Jizz, you rub it in your face. It keeps you looking young. And you get the girl's face and you go ah. <laughs> That last part, how did you know that? I thought he only told me. Uh, no, I, uh, I don't, I'm not worried about bodily fluids. I'm not a, I'm not a creeped out by that much stuff. Blood, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, I'm not it's all natural. creeped out by that stuff either. Listen, I'm like naked. I worked in a funeral home. For somebody like four was years. like somebody was like, how how many times do you change the sheets? Somebody was like, I remember somebody was like, well, like I have to change the sheets every day because I sleep naked. You just remember, I do need to change my sheets. How how often are you a sheet changer? How often does your once cleaning, or twice a week does your cleaning lady change sheets? Once or twice a week you change sheets? At least once a week, yeah. Wow, that's so much better than me. Um, once a week, definitely. They get washed and changed. Oh, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm looking at like 
See, I, that's the one thing. Five. I look at six times a year. Oh, whoa. Six, six times. And the, but, but, but my point is, I brought it up because people are like, because I sleep naked, I should be washing them like every day or something. And we do it once a week, but I don't think I have any. I mean, there's lots of dead skin and shit like yeah. that. Regardless yeah. of whether you're naked or not. Yeah. I don't wipe my ass with it while I'm sleeping. Well, you're not sleeping right. <laughs> what, if you get chronic, what if you're a chronic <laughs> ass wiper? After you have sex and put the jizz on your face and go, ah. <laughs> then you Why take the sheet. Why is my dad Jack Klugman post-throat post surgery? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know what your dad sounds like. You take the sheet and you put it between your cheeks and you wipe your ass with it. Now... Just, then you then you just you rub your ass all over it. Now this is uh Jack Klugman uh this is That's Jack Klugman post post throat surgery. Jack Klugman pre or post? This is post. This is what Jack Klugman sounded like and I think it's doing Hi, my name is Tony Vera. Just doing a pretty great of uh you're doing a pretty great Jack Klugman. Accidentally doing a pretty great Jack Klugman. I've got to be remembered. I got, I got news for you, Jack Klugman. You're going to be remembered for Quincy and the Odd, Odd Couple. Couple yeah. yeah. And you can remember because later in years you talk like this. You're like, I'm going to be remembered. <laughs> I'm going to be remembered because I did a picture with Judy Carr. I have a website I'd like to recommend to the people of Phoebe. Sure. I don't know if it's a, if we need a name for this segment. Phoebe Sites. Phoebe Sites. Phoebe. www.phoebesites.phoebe Sites. <laughs> uh, it's called Peace, Love, and Low Carb. So okay. There you go. It's a uh, it's a great place for low carb paleo gluten free recipes that this guy. Are you on, put are together. you doing paleo? No, I'm doing more like a low carb thing. Yeah, low yeah, carb. yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's great about these recipes? So, like for instance, here's a section called appetizers. Yeah. You know, we're big food fans here on yeah. this podcast. So let's say I want to make uh, cook. I mean, here, here's butter roasted radishes. Okay. Yeah. Let's say I want right. to say I wanna make that. Yeah. You you on board? Sure, I love radishes. I'm growing some radishes right now. So here's what you got to do. French radishes. You're going to need a pound of radishes. Six tablespoons of butter or ghee. Ghee. One tablespoon of Italian seasoning. Garlic salt to taste. And two tablespoons of peace and love. Uh, guys, this is really great. Preheat the oven 400, melt the butter, mix the Italian seasoning and sauce. In a large mixing bowl, combine the radishes and the butter mixture and toss until the radishes are evenly coated. Line the radishes in a single layer on a rimmed baking sheet and bake for 15 minutes. Huh. And then, boom. You can also do it with, or, or you're not allowed to use olive oil. Uh, no, I mean, I use olive oil. Yeah. You're not supposed to really use olive oil, but. I use, uh, um. Do you make olive, do you make, do you make radishes? Have you ever roasted a radish? I've never done that. I haven't roasted a radish. I mean, usually I eat them raw a lot. I mean, I grow them. I'm growing them right now, and like usually I eat them raw. You won't shut up about your fucking garden. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I don't shut up about things. <laughs> Star Trek. I saw the inside of the. Whoa. 
That's me. Hang on. I'm fixing. Uh, I'm fiddling. I'm fiddling. Don't worry, everybody. They're uh, not hearing that. We are. Okay. Uh, I usually I'll roast like oh cauliflower, broccoli, um, roast. Uh, Last night I made a broccoli cauliflower soup. Yeah. That was really really good. Nice. Uh, and I also uh made a chili and cayenne rub. Uh huh. Prime rib. Not prime rib, I'm sorry. Ribeye steak. I got a pound ribeye steak. And then Dory uh, made fish. And we did a surf and turf situation. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I cooked the steak in my house. Nice. And I brought it over. Real easy. Real easy to do. It's easy. I don't know Cook why people are just making steak all the time. Well, the price of beef is going way up. How so? Uh, the price on it. I feel it, like it was $13. The price that on like it a reasonable was amount. at one time lower. <laughs> It's such a Matt Myra joke. <laughs> Why is the price of beef going up, Scott Mosier? Uh, I think it's supply and demand. I believe that it's like there's... Everyone's in demand of beef now? I well, feel like there's, there's a, a decent supply. You can look it up, but I know that prices are going up. Oh, this guy also has books, by the way, this piece, Love and Low Carb, gentlemen. Uh, so, you know, you can go to Amazon and uh, purchase the book while you're there. Uh, that could be a fee breed if you want. Party. This guy, gal. I'm not I'm not actually entirely sure of the gender nor the name of the person who runs this website. I don't know. I don't have a website to recommend. Kendra Holly. It's a lady. Kendra, how many how job. many uh how many recipes have you done? I've done like three recipes. My favorite is the uh there's a stuffed pepper I make. A steak and cheese stuffed pepper. That's really, really excellent. Huh. I'll show that to you if you'd like. Oh, I've showed you that. I've showed you me having made them before. There's an iPad. Uh, you can get the uh, apps on iPad. That's the problem when you go in the low carb situation. So right now, so here's what happened. I quit smoking. Yeah. Two. Good. Two and a half months ago. So it's been two and a half months. Sans. Is it hard? It is very, 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 very hard. I slipped once. I had a cigarette. Uh, I had a couple of, of, of clove cigarettes in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Um, it's tough. You know, a lot of times I get like, it's a, it's a behavioral thing for me. Like if I, if I am driving the car and I'm in traffic, I'm, I want a cigarette. You know, it's just like, that's just what I'm used to. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Also the problem is. I smoked. I yeah. just smoke. It's, it's tough. Like I find myself eating a lot more, you know, because uh-huh. I would just get a cigarette that would satiate my desire for whatever to put whatever in my mouth or something like that some people will repl- try to replace with gum yeah it's, it, well, it's because I, uh, so I, what happened was that i put on 10 pounds since you quit smoking. smoking yeah and i finally got down well the other thing it does is it nine, kills your taste buds i'm down nine pounds not down nine pounds i'm down to i'm down to like only being nine pounds up so you lost a pound so like when i well actually at one point it was 20 pounds so you quit I smoking. Quit smoking, put on 20 pounds. And now you're back. Now I'm down to nine pounds above where I was when I quit. So you got nine more to go to get to where I was and then and then go. Because like Tom, our trainer, Tom, who someday we'll have on this podcast, uh, Tom yeah. said to me this morning, he's like, I want you to get to 220 yeah. soon, which is 243 right now. So that's a task to get down there. Yeah. It's going to be a... But it's good. It's going to be a pain in the Keep butt. Keep going. I'm trying. I'm trying. And don't like to me the smoking thing is just like I don't know. I mean like I didn't I didn't have a huge 
I, I was never a big smoker. So when I quit the second time, yeah. it was a third time or fourth time. It was yeah, it over. takes a few, you know, a few jump starts. Yeah, I've, this is. I didn't. This, is, this I might be really, the third time I quit. I never really loved it though. And then the last time I quit, I never think about it. My wife, like Alex, smoked. And she will still do, like, Nicorette sometimes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I just, like, quit. And I never – I think I had one about a year and a half after I quit. And I was just like – When did you quit? Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Mm -hmm. We were on the set. We were, It was, like, prep. We were prepping, and I went out and tied one on with uh, the AD. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking did a few Jaeger bombs sure, fucking one sure. in the morning. And yeah. It was like in Pitt Pittsburgh, so it's like you get to bars and smoke. Yeah. And so I smoke like, and that's when I usually would drink. It's when I would, uh, sure. I would usually smoke when I drink. Um, and I used to on set when I was bored, but I didn't do that. By then I wasn't really smoking. Mm -hmm. I was only smoking sometimes at a bar. And it was just like, I just remember waking up the next day hungover and the cigarette part of it was really... Made it ten times worse. Yeah, and and the my clothes and all of it, and then that was it. And I haven't had one. And then I had a puff of one since then, and I was like, Ugh. I wasn't into it. The taste, it starts to not taste good anymore. You know, after yeah. you go a long time, and then you take a drag. It's like, oh, it doesn't taste good. Yep. But then you can really train yourself to love it. You again. just gotta power through. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. So. I I mean, it's just, it's just like, you know, I'm riding a bike all the time, like constantly. I got to give myself a day off of that. Yeah, you got to let your body I'm rest. doing like, but you know, I mean. I'm doing like 90 to 100 miles a week. Well, that's good. On the bike. That's not that much. It's not, you know, but it's like that on top of going to the gym yeah. and training really makes for me not wanting to wake up in the morning. Or just like the struggle of like moving my legs is a little too much. Do you stretch? That's my problem. I don't stretch you at all. Ale. Yeah. You can't not, especially your legs. Yeah. Because your IT band. Yeah. And yeah, the largest, some of the largest muscles in your body. Yeah. And you're not stretching them. I know. And that is why you're an a hole. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I have a foam roller. I gotta you get have on a foam that. Roller, I gotta get on like that at home. Stretching. I do it in front of the TV all the time. You just stretch. You're like zen. No, you're I'm not. zen human. No, I'm just like you're just like you're calm. You're a calming presence. You're a calm center. Am I? Yeah, that's is how that I describe why, you. Is that why people like? Is that why people like me? Cause yeah, I'm calm? people like you for many reasons. <laughs> you you know a lot of stuff. You're great with advice. You're like a Yoda. You know, Q and I both describe you as Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Little green. Little little little, guy. little green guy with a tiny dick. <laughs> Did we ever did, did we ever just establish? Did anyone ever does is there ever been any There was never any cock talk about Yoda. I don't think so, but I'm going to type in Yoda dick right now. But I'm wondering if like maybe in one of the books that oh, they just in the extended yeah, universe. Yeah, somebody threw something where it's like Yoda's packing. Don't tell me you've never wondered what Yoda's penis looks like. It's gotta be small. <laughs> There's an article in the onion. Uh I'm gonna go to Google Images. I, so I started commuting back to work. Yoda fucking a sheep. Yeah. Second image. As him smoking grass. And then there's a meme of him looking up in the air with his eyes closed, saying, mm, suck my dick, you will. Wow. I started, so I started going back to the, so I'm commuting to Santa Monica, as I've said, so I got to go to the gym and shower and hit the road and stuff. Yeah. So I was back at the Y, 
and I was in the shower, and this dude was fucking like, like in the shower, it's open. Yeah. And like, I'm fine with it. I'm not worried about it. And like, I'm also not like, and I couldn't stop. I couldn't not look over because this dude was fucking washing his ass. <laughs> like, like he was trying to, I don't know. I don't know what he was trying. Like he, like he had something bad in there. Because <laughs> it was like, like, you know, out of the corner of your eye, I was like, oh, he's working it. I was like, oh, he's got, he's, he was like, so I was facing one wall. Yep. He's, he's on the opposite wall. So, so his ass is facing me. Gotcha. All right. Or it's like to the side. So yeah. it's like out of the corner of my right eye, I can see his, and I'm not focusing on it, but all of a sudden it's like. So you guys are on an X and a Y axis. Yes, exactly. He's, he's fa- You're facing the X axis. He's facing the Y axis. Yes. Point. Great. And so he, but just out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, he's got his hand back there, and he's it's it's pretty aggressive. What's what's going on? Do you notice notice his technique? Is he holding soap? Is he got a loofah? He's grabbing he's grabbing soap out of the dispenser. He, there's a dispenser. He's getting the soap in there, and he's just like, like look, I'm like I'm all for it. I, you know, I clean my ass, but it's like he he's not just doing. It's like he just keeps doing it. Like I swear, it was like. It got uncomfortable. I was like, what are you, like, I'm like, you're going to hurt yourself. Is it just like, so it was just aggressive. So I had to look over. Like, I finally. You looked at him. I finally was like, kind of like, I can see out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, oh, is he just like. And so I I kind of looked over. I did. I glanced over and then he was basically like, he was, I mean, we didn't lock eyes or anything. Uh Uh-huh. It wasn't like he was doing it and fucking staring at me. <laughs> He's like, this is for you. <laughs> it's clean. Now I'm going to come and then rub it all over my face and you're going to enjoy it. Go, ah. <laughs> um, it was, it was like, it was, it was weird. Did you, but I was also just like, but at the same time I applaud his, his comfort levels. His gumption. Yeah. He's just like, I don't care. <laughs> He's like 50 strokes. That's maybe that's a thing, you know. Like, like they used to have like girls that brush their hair. No, if you stroke your asshole fifty times, you become an expert at it. He's like, that's how a clean asshole. It's like ten thousand hours. But yeah, fifty strokes for an or asshole. Or maybe it was like when he was growing up. It was just like get that fucker clean, forty strokes, forty, forty whatever. Sure. Is it a stroke? It's like when you, I don't know. Like when they say forty white chew twenty four times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what he has. <laughs> Do you think like did he he stopped eventually? Yeah, he stopped eventually. It'd be funny if you left the gym and he was still going to town. He's just what, still in there. What makes your He's asshole so filthy? I don't know. That it needs to be cleaned that much. That's That was my thing is I'm like, it's not like seeing a guy out of the corner of my eye, like, soaping his ass down and cleaning yeah. it out. is like, I'm like, oh, that's that's normal, right? Yeah. But then it goes past that where I'm like, all right, dude, it's clean at this point. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Or get a get like a loofah sponge. I don't know. Maybe he's like, I'm trying to pitch a new show called Ass Masters. <laughs> <laughs> YMCA yeah. Ass Masters. YMCA edition Ass Masters. <laughs> it's like Bass Masters, but but without the beer. Yeah, just an ass. Yeah, with ass no masters. fish. Well, maybe there's fishing element to it. Maybe you put a fish in your asshole. Maybe you clean it out. Oh, you stick a fish. You carry. It's like that. Maybe that would be a thing. Yeah. What would, if somebody was like, if you really want to clean your ass? Put a carp between your cheeks. Well, for you know a day. what it's like. It's like those, like when you go to the spas in like Cambodia, where they that. have the biting fish that bite the dead skin off. They don't really bite. Well, you know, they nip. Don't they nip the? You dead don't really skin even off? feel it. What the fuck are they doing then? They're eating the. They're eating the dead skin, but you can't really feel it. Well, of course, because it's dead Cause skin. Don't you don't feel your dead skin. But they don't have teeth. They're kind of just like. It's almost like little Scott's lips. It's just like touching his cheek in it's a like weird way right lips. now. But that's what it is. They're like these little lips. Like you barely feel it. 
I did it. Well, I think that I had a pretty accurate. There. They're nipping. They're nipping at your dead skin. Yeah, but nipping it to so me. So what I'm saying is, what teeth. I'm saying to you, Scott. They're Mosher, gnashing of teeth. Is it? Is it? Is it a good idea for this fellow to maybe shove one of those up his ass? Well, wouldn't he want to like like back himself into like a large bowl? Like just stick his butt in the bowl. So just like, oh, maybe it's like a, maybe it's like one of those like uh, one of those, you know, those pool toys, those pool chairs that were just yeah, like yeah. this, the side arms and the back, and you sort of like sit. You yeah, know what I mean, I think it would be one, one of, of those. It would probably be like a chair, yeah. right? And you cut out the hole, hole yeah. and you put a bowl of these fish. Yeah, and then you just sit in this lukewarm water. Yeah, and the fishies eat. What if one gets up there? I don't think they're deadly. Well, it's not going to kill you, but it's going to be an awkward situation i think i've been in thermal pools where it's just like don't put your head underwater because there's shit in the there's shit in the thermal pools um that can get into your ear and and cause damage why would you go in those pools i don't know i'd be afraid of warm because it's warm well it's not like i had to jump from like five feet it's like it's like a jacuzzi you just kind of walk in and this is in iceland no this was in new zealand uh there was a thermal pool. I was in thermal pools in Chile, but they had, and they had little fish, but they didn't do anything. Little fish are just decoration, or what? Uh, or these just, are natural thermal pools. These springs. are natural thermal pool springs. Yeah. So it was like all natural. There was moss and like you know shit like that. Did you see Chile? Awesome. Uh, warm. Chile kicked some butt yesterday at the World Cup. They beat Australia. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Netherlands crushed. Like World Cup rematch and boom. 5-1. Five, 5-1. One. Five, one. Might as well not even show up to the next one, am I right? I mean, you can they can still Spain can still come back. Who are you rooting for in the World Cup? I don't know. See, the weird thing is like I guess I guess I root for the USA. Of course you do. But you grew You're up American. But I grew up as a kid <clears throat> playing soccer, yeah, football, whatever you want to call it. And so it wasn't something where we rooted for the U.S. because rarely was the U.S. even qualify. Yeah. So, so like everybody would have different teams, and like I was, uh, you know, some of my friends because on the uh, the players are like, you know, their families from England or Ireland or Scotland or whatever, and mm-hmm. so they would root for that. But I was like, I'm a, I didn't really have that. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm guess I'm technically like Sweden, but. You know. So you're going with your with your. Heritage. I didn't grow up with a national. I didn't grow up with a national. None of us did. Yeah, America sucks at soccer. So I kind of vote for the. You know, I hope the U.S. does well. It would be exciting. But I used to. You know what I used to. So so all of us who were sort of felt like we didn't have a country. Uh, I think I used to root for Argentina because I was like right around the time when Maradona was playing. Oh okay. So, so you went with uh, you went with a. I used to root for Argentina, and I guess I still do a little bit. The, uh, I just like watching good games. I am going to watch Italy versus. Uh, I'm going to watch uh, Italy versus England today. Italy versus hockey's England. Hockey's over. Hockey's over. The uh, Los Angeles Kings Vic, were victors last night. They won. They won it all. They won it all. Thanks. They won the Stanley to Cup. Scott Mosier. Yeah. For being there. I supported them. <laughs> I mean, they're not. I mean, I'm a Canucks fan. Because um, that's where I grew up, um, watching hockey. So I'm a Canucks fan, but I do, uh, you know, I'm here. So I, uh, if if the Canucks, if it was the Canucks versus the Kings, which happens early, would always happen early in the playoff. I would always root for the Canucks, but you know, I was, you know, I was happy the Kings won. Major injury blow for Italy ahead of English clash. Uh oh, guys, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Breaking breaking feeb news that will not breaking be news by the time you hear this. Ball. 
Gianluigi Buffon reportedly out against England. <gasps> oh my god. That's huge. That is huge. Did you see that uh um um um, um Pat Patterson wrestling re- wrestling legend Pat Patterson came out of the closet finally at 73 years old? No. Yeah. Do you know oh, Pat like, Patterson? Like no. Oh. Wrestling uh WWF oh, WWE okay. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. He came out. Came out. He's like I'm gay. 73 years. 73 73, years 73 closeted full years. Full gay. That's good. Yeah, I think it's great. Come on out, man. Hey, Just enjoy the party. listener. Listener, come out. Come out. If you are. I mean, listen, if your family doesn't accept you, then just move to fucking anywhere. Yeah. Move here. You we'll take it. San Francisco. Seattle, Portland. Yeah, there's lots of places. Seattle and Portland, I noticed a high number of uh, what looked like uh, young uh, lesbian couples. It seemed really nice. It just seemed like a nice place. You were happy for them? I was happy that they were happy. Like, I'm happy I like for your happiness. happiness. I like happiness, wherever it comes. You are. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, personally, I'm not happy. That's why you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I get grumpy and cranky pretty quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Yeah. I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I've been, uh, I've been in a good mood lately. Yeah. You have. You've been good. You like your job. You're having a good yeah, time yeah, with I'm that. Yeah, I'm having a good time. You're having a good time with your job, and, you know, we get some stuff in the pipeline. It's exciting. Yeah. You know? I'm just, I gotta not be cranky about it. I just get cranky about having to do so much stuff. You, you, but you're cranky about side having note. too much to do? Yeah, here's the side problem with that. I don't like not having anything to do. Um, I, I pile it on. Yeah. It's, it's something you have to learn. Yeah. You have to, it's... Well, if you're not doing anything... This is, this is what I've... This is what I've observed okay Mm -hmm. so if you're not doing anything right then the validation that you get from doing your work is gone right so so that that becomes a sort of emptiness so it's like when you're not doing the work you're not getting the validation you're not writing jokes or doing whatever even though it's like the work might you know you might get tired or frustrated or whatever it's like you remove the part that's frustrating but you also remove the part that's that's uh that that's fun social or the validation which is like you know the like oh, i told the fucking best joke on the show today or yeah. whatever that is you know so you remove all of it and then you want the validation um and that's why like you get really busy because <clears throat> i'll get really busy because i'm just like yeah i'll do that i'll do that okay i'll do that. yeah okay i'll do that yeah i'll sure like it's, yeah you end up not sort of, it on you end up piling it on because there's also that thing where most people, I think, in this business have that, like, um, saying no is, like, I'm going to say no, and that's the last time I'm ever going to, like, I'm going to say no to this job, and then I'm never going to work again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, I, if someone asks me to do something, like, someone asks me to write something for them, like, a company comes to me, and if I say no to them, I'm like, oh, they're never going to ask me to write something again. Which is, which is, it, it, it's not, it's, it's... It's founded. It's there's that's a real yeah. thing. Like yeah. it is true. Like generally speaking, the business is like if you're there, if you get the job and somebody's like, "Oh, I can rely on this person," and then yeah. you come back around, you're like, "Oh man, I'm just too tired. I can't do it." They're like, "All right, I'm gonna." They move on. Yep. And it's hard to find another. It's hard to get back. Yeah. 
So you do have to manage. It's like part of it is managing that thing of like you can say, you can say no. You don't have to say yes to everything. Yeah. You have to say yes. You have to try to edit and say yes to the right things, which is difficult to learn. Yeah. It's a process. It's interesting. But right now I'm the busiest I've ever been. Yes. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Look, I'm happy. I, look, look, it's, all, it's all great stuff. I've spent 20 years trying to manage mm-hmm. that the the balance of life and and work and failed miserably multiple times. Yeah. Probably the hardest thing. Quitting smoking was the easiest thing I've ever done compared to trying to balance my life with my my work. Yeah. That's been really hard. Yeah. Probably the hardest thing that and I'm still, and I still struggle with it. Yeah, you do. It's hard. Yeah. I don't know if anyone, do you know? I mean, I can't think of anybody who has a balance, who has the right balance. You know it's what I mean? Not, who seems to have the right balance. It's not, it, the, the business doesn't really promote it. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you end up, the hours are very long. And, you know, if you commit to more than one thing, it's like, like I'm doing, I'm working as an editor right now. Yeah. Um, and I have to be very focused. I can't like sort of. You know, I have to sit down for hours and be very focused and turn everything off or yeah. I can't get that work done. Um, but that means when I get home at night, like I usually have to answer emails and focus on anything that's on the side. And then on the weekend, you know, it's like it just pushes everything out. And then and then pretty soon you're like, I work from the moment I wake up to, to the, the moment, moment I go to, go to bed, you yeah. know, and I don't get everything done either. Yep. And then you have to sit there and like on a like tomorrow, I just have to sit down and do some like life shit yeah like some accounting stuff and like some other things where like you can't also let that shit um you can't let that shit go Uh, i'm just glad i'm not on the road anytime soon yeah that makes life even harder but it's good i mean it's like i you know i i don't want it to come across as like i'm not complaining i'm not complaining Mm -hmm. um it really is just like the balance thing is I think it's just trying to get it right. It's a it's a fascinating thing. I always find it interesting talking to other people who are busy. Yeah. Of just trying to like figure it out. The other thing is I can't unwind. I don't have an unwind. Well that's where it's like see, I disagree with you. It's like that's where you have to you have to look at the things that you do yeah. and understand that there are things that you do unwind. When you play guitar, it's you unwinding. Yeah. You have to look at the things you do to, like, I know what I do to unwind. Mm. And I know, but I don't, like, I don't sit around. I never, like, just sit there and yeah, stare at the ceiling. I mean, I'll watch hockey or I'll watch a, you know, like, I'll sit down. I do have yeah. to, but I do have to focus on being, like, I can't sort of pick up my computer and, like, that's something that I try yeah. not to do. Yeah. Is, like, do always be like on my computer and watching a game. Yesterday and was yesterday we had to write. We were writing from home yesterday for at midnight, and it was kind of I, I enjoyed it because I kind of I was able to manage the time. The key was I just didn't turn on my television. Yeah, that to me is like I don't believe I set multitasking to me is a load of horseshit because I can't do it. Oh well, I mean I was yeah while no, I'm doing yeah. something like if I something have, suffers some one of those things is going to suffer I mean or they both suffer yeah which exactly is like, if you if you have to write something turn everything off and write for an yeah. hour I mean I manage my day where I'm like if I'm gonna read in the morning 
I read for an hour, and then when I'm done, and then I answer emails for 30 minutes, and then if I have to edit, I edit for three-hour blocks, and then I have a lunch, and I go outside, and, like, I mean, it doesn't sound very spontaneous, but it, no, it that's... makes me get... Th- then, I, then I work. Everything I do is... Is that an Don't throw your sunglasses, Scott. Uh, then, then to me, it's like trying to, and it's hard. It's like to sit down and just basically block everything out yeah. and be like focus on that one thing. But it's like that's how you that's get so really key, good work done. Focusing is key. Yeah, it's absolutely key. Because then it happens really fast. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Or you go like, I'm gonna sit down and write this thing, and then boom, it just comes out. Yeah, yeah, and then you're like bang. But if you sit there and go like, you have your email on and iChats yeah. and all that yeah. stuff on. Yeah. And then pretty soon you're like, you never, because if you don't spend the time, you won't drop into the zone. That's what I call it. it drop into the zone. And what they, what Scott did was he just like, like he was unzipping delicate, like a well, delicate zipper. it was like somebody dropping into the zone. A little person. Like up here? It was you? Yeah, it was like. This is the zone down here. So you had zone. to get there. You drop you into, into the into zone. The zone. <laughs> it, I know, like to me, when I edit, I sit there, I, it's like for the first five minutes, I'm like, or 10 or 15 minutes or whatever it's like i'm like oh, da, 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 da. and then pretty and then there's the moment i drop in the zone and then two hours later i'm like oh shit like what's yeah. going on yeah that's great dropping the zone feeling. not realizing you're in the zone and then being in the zone is a great feeling well you never know you're in the zone yeah until, until you look at the clock and then you look at the clock and you're like oh fuck like I two hours in, of i was in the zone yeah I, was in the, I dropped into the zone we'll be back next week with some fee breeds i think we'll be back next week no we won't be back next week. You're in Vancouver. I'm in Vancouver next week. Uh, live, uh, live Smodcast. Live Smodcast, June 22nd, Vancouver, BC. Going to my brewery, Main Street Brewery, for the first time. Very exciting. Check out some feed brews eventually. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Feed hopefully. brews. Uh, and uh, and then the we'll be back. We'll be back we'll be like back. we'll be back in a couple weeks. Week out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not by no means are we. We're, we're, I, we're you, doing pretty. We're doing well. pretty fucking great. This is this this for we're, us. This is amazing, yeah. and we're both working. Yeah, so which is phenomenal. Right now, what I'm waiting for with you, Scott, and I'll tell the audience this: I'm waiting for you to have that moment where your uh, soul breaks when you're in traffic going home from Santa Monica. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm pretty. It's the job I'm on is only like six weeks, and you know what? It's like that. Knowing that, it's like I have. I I, I know. Oh, you see the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's like you've entered a tunnel where there's light, as opposed to like when it's six, when it's eight months, you enter a tunnel and it's and Sylvester Stallone might have to get you out of that tunnel. Yes, because it's shit down there. Yeah, what's that called? Daybreak, daylight, 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 daybreak, daylight. Tunnel. (sighs) Here we go, everybody. I'm talking Stallone. Die hard tunnel. Tunnel. Tunnel hard. Tunnel hard is what it's called. Stallone tunnel movie suggested search here. Daylight. Daylight. Yeah. Not 1996. Daylight. I saw it. I think I saw it in the theater. Good for you. It's so weird because if that movie came out today and somebody was like, "You want to go see that in the theater?" I'd be like, "God, no, no." I'm like, leave me alone. I will say, Edge of Tomorrow, you might want to consider seeing it in the theater. I know you said that. I am uh, sorry to say it, it. it did not do it. very well. No, but I think it's going to last. I think it'll be one of those movies that consistently is doing 20 million for a couple weeks, be for like four weeks, and then should we check right now? Sure. Yeah. 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 What did it do Friday? Because today is Saturday morning. Uh, some kind of variety show going on downstairs. It's a it's a student production of Rent. I'm making that up. <laughs> Box office Mojo, Twenty Two Jump Street, Schools Dragon. Let's take a look at this from two hours ago. 
Fendu Jump Street got off to a commanding lead this weekend. Uh, it should fall short, almost certainly fall short of $60 million for How to Train Your Dragon 2. Uh, 22 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street. Fault in Our Stars doing okay. Down 76%. What? Edge of Tomorrow is only down 57%. Still. But it could earn $16 million. It's a good hold. I mean, the success of that movie is going to really depend on its foreign numbers. Yeah, its which domestic it did, it did numbers, crazy foreign numbers. Its domestic numbers are soft. Yeah, but I think it's going to stay. Like, I think this is 50, you're seeing a 57% drop this week. I think you're going to see less than 50% drop next week. I think it's going to make more than $8 million next week. All right. That's what I think, because I think it's that good. And if you haven't seen it and you're at home and you decide with your lady or your fella to go see a movie... Edge of tomorrow. Edge of tomorrow. See it. It's Feeb a really recommend. good time. Feeb theater recommend. Feebsies. Uh, in the words of the greatest actors of our generation. Denzel Washington. Mr. Mark Wahlberg. Make, make it, it rain. rain. Banging. Yeah, that movie. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>